This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This is You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back into You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff. Kate Constable Mark Drumheller here, hanging out with you, filling in for Nick and Ken, who are headed to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Seven days, we're down to five hours, Mark, second hour of the show. Uh, That makes sense. We're down from six. So we're going to continue on and talking about the big game, all the props and plays that we like in it. Uh, but first, Mark, we have the Pro Bowl today. Are you a Pro Bowl watcher? Like, is that on your calendar? Uh, after you get off the show here, you're sitting down, getting your popcorn ready and watching the Pro Bowl? No, I had no idea they were still doing it, to be honest. Like, they're still doing the <laughs> no, Pro Bowl? I'm like, shocked. Of it. Like, they did not quit the Pro Bowl yet? I know they're doing skills competitions <laughs> and stuff like that, which I think is fine. But they're actually playing a game? I, I I mean, I just saw on ESPN that uh, the Pro Bowl starts at 2 p.m. Central based on the little, like, score thing up at the top. That, yes, apparently there is still a game going on. Um, oh, the flag football game is today. Matt, uh, okay, Matt so they changed it to flag football. Okay. All okay, right. so that's what the, the game is, apparently. Um, skills competitions going on this week. The only thing I've really seen or watched is Jason Kelsey – um, trying to long snap it into the, you know, the various holes <laughs> where you get points for each, depending on which one you get into. And he was not able to uh, get too many points on that. So I don't know. Do people really care about all this stuff anymore? Or is it just kind of something that the league continues to do because they've done it forever and probably generate some revenue? Um, I think it's definitely, uh, you know, not on a lot of people's radar anymore. Um, when you're talking about the, uh, you know, the, just these skills, skills competitions and things like that, like, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't have much interest in it. Like I want to see football games. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I did watch some of the NHL skills, um, challenge for their all-star game. That was actually really good and interesting. And the fact that the winner 
gets a million dollars made the players want to actually try really hard. So you had the top talents in the NHL legitimately trying to win these uh, things where we don't get that in the NBA in the, uh, in the all-star game there, obviously the pro bowl. I mean, it's just kind of a fun thing for those players. So maybe uh, the NFL and NBA should take a page out of the NHL's book with their all-star pro bowl type um, weekends. Mark, turning things over to uh, the coaching carousel in this offseason and all the uh, head coaching vacancies for NFL teams have now been filled. So we're looking at some some new head coaches, some first-time head coaches, Mike McDonald being one of them uh, in Seattle, youngest head coach now, which is crazy at 36 years old. It makes me feel really terrible about uh, – where I am in my life because not anywhere near to being the head coach of a uh, NFL franchise Uh, of all these hirings, which one has surprised you the most? Gosh, I mean, I think they're all pretty stunning. Like I think Dan Quinn getting the Washington job is, is pretty interesting. Like I, I didn't expect it. It looks like they, you know, really wanted Ben Johnson. He decided it wasn't a fit. Uh, You know, I, I think that's really the one where it's like, they just seem to keep getting these defensive guys who are great leaders that are going to change the culture, and it just never really works out. And I, I thought Dan Quinn was very underwhelming as the head coach when he was with Atlanta. I'm not sure like why he's getting a second shot here with Washington. It feels like Washington ran out of options, and Quinn um, is their backup. It, it's like when you um, – get asked to like homecoming in high school and the, 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 well, I guess the guys asked the girls. So in the guy's sense, like the girl he wanted to ask all of a sudden got uh, swooped up by someone else. And now there there's a backup and you need to find the next girl to ask to the dance. That was like kind of what it was in that um, all the options that the commanders had on their list kind of went elsewhere or were not good fits where they had to settle for Dan Quinn, which I'm not sure I'm with you. I'm not sure that that is the right move for them. Um, It just kind of feels like it was, they didn't know what else to do. And so they went the Dan Quinn route, which is kind of wild because you do have Belichick still out there. You have Mike Brabel still out there. I would have taken Brabel over Dan Quinn, uh, but that's just my opinion. You being an Eagles fan in that division, you have to be a little happy about uh, Dan Quinn being hired just because, I'm not sure that's the strongest choice. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, like the fact that McCarthy's coming back, he's being retained, he's losing his defensive coordinator, that hurts the Cowboys, losing him within the division, Washington gets Dan Quinn, who is a better, I mean, better should be really excited about Dan Quinn getting this job because if you remember back to Atlanta, Dan Quinn was one of my favorite head coaches because you could bet live games on Dan Quinn. He used to give up leads like you could not imagine. Like, his fourth quarter play calling and that Falcons team at the end of games was a complete disaster. So whenever they had a lead in the fourth quarter, you just hammer the other side, and it was like free money coming over. So uh, I cannot wait, you know, to see Dan Quinn get a second chance here, uh, you know, with Washington. I just feel bad for the Commanders franchise in general because, you know, we have a new ownership regime, but it feels like the same old type of hire, you know. So 
Um, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I, I, I thought that one was very underwhelming. You know, some of the other ones, you know, Harbaugh going to, you know, the Chargers and stuff, I thought that made sense. But I do think that it was really, really, um, you know, fascinating to see how many teams were just tunneled in on offensive play callers while guys like Vrabel and Belichick are on the sidelines. Yeah, and focus on younger head coaches too it's all with the Shanahan McVay tree like that's it seems like all teams just want someone out of that uh that that tree and they weren't really willing to I don't want to say they weren't willing to give a look at Vrabel or Belichick because I don't know that for certain and there's a very good chance that some teams maybe wanted Belichick and Belichick made the decision that he didn't want them back like that could also be a, a case Vrabel, I mean, more so than Belichick is surprising to me because at Belichick's age, you have to wonder how much longer he's going to be coaching. So maybe that aspect of like, do you want to be going through this again in two seasons uh, played into it? But Vrabel's one of those coaches that like no one really gets more out of less than Mike Vrabel has with his team. So how does he not get hired for any of these uh, vacancies? That one was the most surprising to me. Yeah, I, I think Vrabel's a phenomenal coach, and I couldn't believe that he didn't, you know, if I was, um, you know, uh, Washington, I, I would have been, you know, calling him nonstop trying to get him in there. But I, I just think it's everybody's so hyper-focused on, you know, the offensive play core, it, it gets a little tough. But I, I just, it just feels like the commanders are doing the same old thing over and over again. And I thought with a new ownership group, they would kind of, you know, re-energize that and go in a different direction. Um, but bringing in Dan Quinn, just just really rough. But I thought the biggest surprise was probably, you know, Callahan in Tennessee, like them, you know, sign, you know, uh, going with him, uh, you know, leave, you know, discarding Rabel, setting him free, and then going out and, you know, getting a guy who wasn't really on anyone's radar. You know, uh, you know, Canales it, it, with Carolina, I thought that's kind of like, you know, that they're not really a destination, so they're going to have to take what they can get. You know, not not that Canales can't do a great job. He did a great job in Tampa as a coordinator. I'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But just more of they weren't going to get the big high-profile guy. And I also wonder with Belichick, Kate, and I'd love to get your opinion on this. You know, if you're Arthur Blank and you decide not to bring in Bill Belichick, you go with Raheem Morris, who I think is an excellent choice. I think he's a great coach. Um, he's in that, you know, LaFleur, Shanahan tree. He's just on the other side of the ball. Um, but if you do bring him in and it doesn't work, and it's clear it doesn't work early, and it looks a lot like New England did the past couple years, right? And then you have to fire Bill Belichick, right? <laughs> you know, and it's probably hard for owners. Like, they probably don't want to be in that position where they want to fire Bill Belichick either. I mean, yeah, that's a really good um, thought with that. Like, who wants to be who wants to be the the guy that fires one of the best coaches of all time? Uh, so it it does feel like Belichick's reign certain the reign certainly is over, but his time in the NFL because after a season away from the game, if people are already kind of thinking maybe he's a little too old school to begin with, I com a year completely off. I don't see many teams next season diving back in and, and wanting to grab Belichick on the open market. Like that's, this is the end of his, of his coaching career, in my opinion, which I, I wish I would have bet on that because you could have gotten, I believe a couple of weeks ago, Belichick at like 12 to one to 
not be a head coach come game one of next year. And now clearly that's going to happen. But I wish I would have bet on that a couple of weeks ago because that would have been a pretty nice price um, for Belichick to not be coaching next year and likely never again, in my opinion, Mark. Yeah, I'm not I'm not 100% sure he's done. I, I think he could hop in, you know, take a year off and then come back in. It, it, it'd have to be the right situation, though. It'd have to be a, a situation where a team's just looking to get over the hump, right? You know, maybe like a Buffalo or something like that, to where they have the talent in place and they just, you know, need to make a change and try and, you know, get over the hump. Not like a long-term rebuild type of thing. Obviously, that's not going to be there for Bill Belichick, but – It'll be interesting to see, like, hey, what coaches are on the hot seat next year? And, you know, are there is there going to be opportunity for Belichick to land, you know, maybe a high-profile job with a really talented team? Of all the teams that do have new head coaches, the one that I think is going to probably make the biggest jump or will improve most next season, to me, is the Chargers, right? I mean, what have the Chargers done with Brandon Staley over these last couple seasons? absolutely nothing right a whole lot of nothing Mm -hmm. they can't stay healthy which is part of it as well their players are always banged up uh but now you have um jim harbaugh coming in who Mm -hmm. develops quarterbacks who's really good with quarterbacks and the chargers have had one of the most talented quarterbacks in the game currently just sitting on their i mean he's playing he's not just sitting on their roster but he's not doing a whole lot with his talent because of the coaching around him. Now, Justin Herbert finally has someone who has a track record of success in the league, of success with quarterbacks. And I think we see Justin Herbert and the Chargers take a massive step forward this upcoming season. So that's the the team with the new head coach that I think is going to make the biggest jump in uh, this next upcoming season. Mark, what do you think? I think it could be. I think it, you know, I think Seattle, you know, with, with McDonald, I, I think that's a, an interesting s- spot too, where, you know, Seattle's a team that I had picked to, w- to win the division. Like I thought they could challenge the 49ers for the division. I thought 49ers might take a little step back. And I, I really liked, you know, from a roster perspective, some of the things Seattle did, bringing in Witherspoon in the draft, uh, you know, going into the season, Jackson Smith and Jigma, but it, it, it didn't, didn't materialize this year. So they, they have the talent there to where like they can kind of make a jump and, and be a team that goes far into the playoffs late, uh, next year. Um, my only concern with Harbaugh is, is he, he's been out of the pro game for a decade and the game does not look like it did when he left. Like you think back of like, you know, what's transpired over the last 10 years in the NFL, the game's completely different. The way the officials officiate the game is different. The way, you know, the offense's function is much different. You know, like he had, you know, when he was, when he left, like they were, you know, a power running team, you know, they were a physical team. I'm just not sure. I agree. He's great with quarterbacks. I mean, it's good for Herbert, but I'm wondering if that first year is just going to be him refamiliarizing himself with the pro game again, and a little bit of a like step back learning lesson before they, you know, propel into the future and have success. That could be because if you look at his uh, time at Michigan, going back to the college ranks after being Mm -hmm. in the NFL for a while, it took him, what, he just finished his ninth season at Michigan and finally won it in this last season. It did take him three or four years and almost getting fired before 
things really started to turn around and the Wolverines were really legit. And, you know, at the top of the conversation for the college football playoff um, year in and year out. So, I mean, yeah, you make a good point that it could, uh, it could take a little time, but I wonder like uh, with Seattle, a new first time head coach, is it going to take him time to learn how to be a head coach versus a coordinator? Cause that's quite the difference as well. Yeah, in a real tough division, right? The West is tough, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't want to play in that division. Like, you got the 49ers. They're going to be back. But, again, you know, coming off the Super Bowl, it's a little tough to to get it done, you know, two years in a row. Um, but, you know, listen, the Rams took huge strides this year. Getting Puka Nakua, like, they got, you know, weapons now. Um, you know, if they can keep Matthew Stafford healthy, always the caveat. I think they can be much better. You know, Kobe Turner – you know, in the interior defense, you know, was really good. Um, and in Arizona, they're only going to get better with Jonathan Gannon. I love the way they played hard for him all season, uh, you know, never gave up. And I think, you know, what are they going to do with Kyler Murray? You know, how's that offense going to look? You know, we'll see. But they have an opportunity to be better. So the def- the, the division is a lot tougher. I'll agree with that. Yeah, it's certainly going to be a fun division to watch next season. Uh, Super Bowl 58 has not even kicked off yet, but we already have odds for Super Bowl 59. We're going to discuss next year's Super Bowl winner. That's coming up on You Better You Bet, Countdown to Kickoff. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 